Welcome to Good Vibes on Gamma Radio. I'm your host, Dave. And I'm the artistic muse and creative director, Fog Lamp von Krampus III, Esquire. Yes, thank you, Fog. Now, you may be wondering why we've been off the air for the past couple of weeks. <laughs> it's a funny story, actually. It's not a bloody funny story at all. It was very distressing and quite humiliating, actually. Well, after the disastrous royal wedding, Fog and I were inadvertently whisked away on top of a giant wedding cake. It certainly wasn't our honeymoon, as some of you have been eager to insinuate. We were running for our lives. Being forced to hide on top of a wedding cake and being carried off by a swarm of giant wasps does not constitute a marriage agreement. Most a pity. I had that checked. Imagine the tax benefits. Oh, how romantic. Yes, thank you, Fog. Well, after we had consciously uncoupled, the wasps grew tired of carrying such a stately confectionery creation and promptly dropped us from the sky into the middle of the wasteland. Thankfully, the cake was soft, so the impact didn't kill us. However, we ended up being buried up to our necks in half-baked sea sponges and gutter cream filling. The icing sustained us for a little while, but eventually we were saved by a passing group of giant nut rats who promptly ate us out. Ate us out? I must have missed... Oh, I see. <clears throat> what are you... Oh, fog, you... Anyway... We scooped up the remnants of the cake to sustain our journey back. Oh, do you know what, Dave? I'm absolutely sick of cake. It's all we've got in the pantry. When can we get some decent grub? Albert keeps sleeping in it and I keep getting his curly-whirly hairs in my teeth. Anyway, I'm sick of talking about this. Let's move on. We haven't told them about the journey back, Fog. Anyway, listeners, uh, we, um, well, uh, we walked. Uh, and, um... And now we're here. Right, I don't want to hear any more about this, Dave. The wasps, the bloody cake, or indeed those bloody awful cultists. It was all one big nightmare that I want to forget about. I don't want any reminders. Why are you still wearing that wedding dress, then? It's good quality, Dave, and it fits me perfectly. Besides, all my other clothes were burned by those raiders. I don't want to talk about it. The past is the past, and it can bloody well stay there. All I want to do is get back to normal and get on with our show. I don't want any more nasty surprises. <laughs> ah! What's happened? I can't see a thing! It's a bloody light again, Dave. That's the third time today. Are we still on air? Are we still on air? I don't know. I can't see the wiggly line thing. Uh, if there's anyone listening, please call us and let us know if we are still on the air. Good oh. idea, Dave. In the meantime, I'll perform my very favourite piece of mime artistry for you listeners. No, Fog. It's too dark. Anyway, someone's calling already. Good eye, gents. Sounds like you're in a bit of trouble there. You need a bit of the old trash bang wallop magic. What are you talking about? Who are you? Oh, I do apologise. Let me introduce myself. Trash is my name, and Bang Wallop is my surname. From the sounds of it, you need a new light bulb for your studio. We've got plenty for sale in our Broken Dreams junk shop, along with many other items such as automatic limbo machines, carrot moulders, all-going accumulators, <laughs> not for the kids, and even some fresh internet parts. Well, I think we're on the air anyway. Okay, thank you, Trashy. We'll send someone down. That's a very good idea. Oh, remember, don't get in a funk. Buy some junk. Albert? Albert, get in here. What is it? I'm trying to coax the snore toys in. Whatever for? Anyway, get down to Broken Dreams, will you? The bloody light's gone again and we're on air. Oh, what, again? I've been down to that junk shop three times this week already. Mr. Bangwallop has given me a trolley as a loyalty reward. Look at that, boys. If I'd had that during my roadie days, it would have been easier. What is beautiful contraception? Wheels and squeaker. Full package. Oh, it's called a trolley, Sprouty. You can put things on it that are heavy, and then 
Move them around. Ah, a joyous day. Bring spark occur. What's that, Sprouty? You've had an idea? An idea for what? A uh, surprise. Mullet over. A mullet? He can't have a mullet. He's bald. Oh, please, Albert. Can you just go again? We're on the air here. Yes, go down again. Chop, chop. All right. Oh, and Albert, get something nice for yourself down there this time, if you like. Oh, thanks, Dave. I might get a new plug for the bath then. All right. See you later, boys. Ah, well done, Dave. It's good that we keep this oil up around for emergencies. Right, on with our lives and on with the news. Now, listeners, welcome to the news. We have a special report on recent events. Oh, for the sake of the Holy Mother. Following months of persecution, slavery and downright bullying, Lois Spittle has been finally released from the yoke of oppression because the wasps have gone. Yes, I hope you're all waving your flags. Brave Spitolians fought a bloody battle up at the Baron's castle against the secretive and unholy cult of Vespula Vulgaris. Our brave rebels turned the cultists' weapons against them and chased the wasps away. Ah, and you microwaved someone's head, didn't you, Dave? Uh, and many casualties were sustained. <laughs> the Vespula Vulgaris forces fell apart and the power they held over the town dissolved almost instantly. They have been reduced to a handful of members who have moved to a small holding just outside of Flemford. Pah! Good luck trying to convert those trouser fanatics. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they they better uh, belt up and uh, keep it zipped from now on. <laughs> <sighs> well, in other news, strange things have been happening on Lower Spittle Common. Oh, you haven't been up to that again, have you? It's hardly news. No, not my rumpy pumpy pudding parties. I mean the giant mushrooms day. Oh, yeah. Uh, one person doesn't constitute a party anyway. Oh, shut up. Anyway, listeners, whilst the town has been distracted by the wasps and all that malarkey, a swathe of giant mushrooms have sprouted from the ground around the Gordon Warden Memorial crash site. Oh, which is still open, by the way, for weddings, funerals and picnics. Uh, just remember to pick up your rubbish and take your dead home with you. Good manners cost nothing. I do apologise, listeners. He's uh, quite excitable today, aren't you, Dave? Anyway, these mysterious mushrooms have captured the town's imagination. Nobody knows where these mushrooms come from, but people have been speculating on their origin. Some think they are a gift from the newly sprung mushroom deity Shitake. Some think they walked here like giant tripods, splitting into their respective stalks to rest. And some boring idiots think the spores are on the Martian ship, and they crashed, it leaked, and blah, blah, blah. Who cares? We have mushrooms, everybody. We have mushrooms. No more cake? Oh, no, Fog. No, no, no. I couldn't face another mushroom. Not after that incident with Fungal. Remember? Who had all those mushrooms grown out of his head and controlling his brain? Ugh. Oh, yes. You ate one of those, didn't you? Yes. And all I could do was sing the red flag for a week. It's put me off for life. You're right. I don't trust Fungus after that either. So it's cake for us all the way. Ugh. The rest of you, well, fill your boots. Eat what you like. Anyway, housing charities are considering hollowing out the fabulous fungi to home some of our wayward vagabonds. Yes, and some residents have even been harvesting the caps of the smaller mushrooms to wear as... caps. On their heads. And very fashionable they are too, Dave. Until they rot, anyway. We'll be joined later by renowned local yoghurt weaver Harry Hedgeman, who will be talking to us about the benefits of mushroom consumption. In other news, due to another serious incident involving a broken barrier, a dung cow... A stick of ginger and an impromptu game of vegetable football, the multi-storey Donko Park has now been closed until further notice. Rumour has it that two mysterious figures appeared in the office of Rose Royce, local entrepreneur and owner of the company Cowboy Operations. 
nobody could tell us what transpired during that meeting, so we asked Albert to pop in on the way back from his first visit to the junk shop. Oh, right, hang on. Got to put me bags down. Right, don't let me forget that. It's got the bulbs in it, I think. Right, so... Rose Royce, you're the shady operator of the Doncow Park. What happened? Health and safety. What? Health and safety. You what? Health and safety! Uh, what? The Wasteland Monsters? My mum used to tell me about them when I was a kid. Don't pit your nose or health and safety will cut your fingers off. It's for your own good. Is that who you mean? Health and safety. Bureaucracy. Paperwork. Right. Well, that appears to be it. Right, bye then. Oh. Was that all Albert got? Oh, for goodness sake. Good job we didn't give him the good mic. Anyway, citizens are now encouraged to park their donk cows in non-plummetable areas. Our hearts go out to any of those who have been affected. But uh, Rose Royce's children's playgrounds are still in operation, so that's good news for her. And finally, on a positive note, a review in the arts section of the Lower Spittle Chronicle has finally recognised the talents of a well-known local performance artist, none other than your humble host... Foglem von Krampus III. Oh, no. I'll read that review in full, written by renowned travelling theatre critic Lord uh, Quentin Footlight. And he is on the road, so don't try and contact him. <clears throat> Here we go. I was drawn to the town of Lower Spittle after I heard rumours of a performer of high calibre treading the boards. I entered the Vincent Jones Hippodrome and Bowling Alley with high expectations, and I was not disappointed. The evening's performance was a one-man show version of Jason and the Technicolor Dream Fleece. Yes, uh, I did it all by myself. <laughs> uh, anyway, the performer was familiar to me only by reputation. But by Jove, Voglamp von Krampus III has changed my perceptions of good theatre, entertainment, and the very nature of humanity itself. Mm, you do seem to have made some sort of impact. Uh, well, he continues, Dave. Mm. My expectations were subverted with Krampus's innovative interpretation of the script, carving away the flaccid material, leaving the stiff, solid meat of the story. Did you forget your lines again, Fogg? Dave! His brave and unconventional performance encouraged audience participation beyond a level that any mere mortal thespian could contain. Ah, uh, were they shouting and screaming at you to get off again? No, Dave! I just wish they had thrown their gifts of appreciation after the show rather than during. <laughs> anyway... I continue. I mean, uh, Lord Footlight continues. <laughs> the volcanic eruption of emotion ejaculated over the audience in such vast quantities that not one person in the house wasn't moved by this brilliant man's performance. Audience members were so exhausted that some had to take short breaks for fear of being overwhelmed. Well, the audience certainly were moved. In fact, they moved to the pub round the corner after the first 15 minutes. Uh, shut up, Dave. How do you know, anyway? Because you told me when you were writing that review. I... What, no, I didn't. Shut up. Lies. Slander. Well, that's the end of the news, folks. After this advert, we'll have Harry Hedgeman here to chat with us. Get your questions ready, everyone. Roll up, roll up for the most fantabulous circus in the wasteland, Entertainment Evolution. Join us for the prestigious premiere of the Waste First Marvelously Mechanical Cyber Circus. 
see the awesome automatons as they fire themselves at great velocity from the maw of an electromagnetic railgun. Here, the clanking limbs of the robots assemble themselves into one mega butt droid. Taste our reasonably priced popcorn and dubiously sourced hot dogs. Smell the vinegary emissions from the eco-friendly chip fat engines. Touch nothing or face electrocution. Wonder at the etched lady. Gawp at the telescopic man. Thrill at the bravery of the vacuum tamer. Dance with DJ Dodgy Disco Diva Droid at the after party. Laugh at your favorite electric clown, Mr. Stackable and his clanking cohorts and learn the mysteries of your future by consulting the mystic automaton, the Cyber Sensei. Plus much, much more. Coming soon to Low Hospital. Welcome back, listeners. We have a very special guest in the studio with us today, and here he is. Welcome to the show, Harry Hedgeman. Why, thank you, Dave. Thanks for inviting me onto the show. It's a very special time here in Lower Spittle. The fungal god Shidake has spawned his blessing down upon us here in our beautiful little town. We've invited Harry on to discuss the recent mushroom craze that has developed thanks to the arrival of the strange mushroom forest on Lower Spittle Common. <clears throat> Harry, some residents of the town are concerned about the effects these suspicious spores might have on them and the local wildlife. What can you tell us about our latest existential threat? Well, honestly, there's nothing to worry about. So far, there has been no evidence of any negative side effects whatsoever from consuming these mushrooms. Well, I've been eating them for the last two weeks, and if anything, I've only felt the benefit. That's why I decided to share these benefits with the rest of the town. Share these benefits? They're not yours to share. Anyone can just go and eat some. In fact, I was planning on taking a little nibble later on this evening. Actually, Fag, you'd be more than welcome to sample some of the defective and inferior mushroom specimens. But if you want the premium stuff, you'll have to come to our cooperative. We've fenced off the mushrooms that we deem most succulent in order to keep them away from any thieves or bandits in the area. So you're stealing the mushrooms and then selling them back to the residents? Oh, Fag, that's that's not quite correct. Uh, We haven't stolen the mushrooms at all. We are um, gatekeeping them for the community. We want these benefits to spread to every citizen of the wasteland, but only sound land management and ecological practices will enable us to cultivate these mushrooms in large enough quantities. Oh, I see. So it is a scam. Um, So what are the benefits of eating these mushrooms then, Harry? Well, they fill you up a treat for a start, Uh, but also they have some properties others might consider a bit magical. Magical? Well, I've licked a few toad's armpits in my time. Are they any good? It's not like that, Fog. These mushrooms give people a clarity of mind, a sharp incision through the fog of reality, to make clear the world and all its inhabitants in celestial, spiritual glory. Fog of reality? But I'm the fog of reality. Oh, wonderful. That sounds top-notch. Anyway, we've got a few callers coming in to uh, grill you about this mycelium marvel. Uh, first up, we've got... Oh, it's um, Orlando Ribita. No, shit. Not him. Um, hi, guys. I'd uh, just like to say, first of all, that it's really quite great that a um, new culinary business has been started in the town. Uh, I think a bit of healthy competition would be really good for morale here down at the prestigious and fine dining restaurant. In the spirit of generosity, I'd just like to take this opportunity to offer to buy out Harry and his business before market forces inevitably raise you to the ground. Well, that's very nice of you, Orlando, uh, considering we've crossed swords in the past. 
uh, what with your ethically dubious business model and atrocious track record in human and animal rights, I didn't think you'd be in the position to offer us anything with the avalanche of court cases against you. Uh, but in the spirit of goodwill, I offer you the business for a princely sum of 9,000 cans of beans. That's one can of beans for every life you've ruined. 9,000? But you've only got a fence. Uh, yes, but it's the business potential that's worth the price. Well, that seems like an offer, Orlando. Do you accept? Listeners, this may be the first on-air business transaction we've ever done. Maybe it could be a new segment. Yes, yes. Um, um, Fogg's uh, financial transactions. It's settled then. Deals with Dave. Ugh. I think we're losing focus here, guys. I, what do you say, Orlando? Is it a deal? Um, um, I'll have to think about it. Uh, but um, we've got lots of customers booked in tonight, so um, I'd better go and um, peel some whiny biters. Bye. Haven't you got a chef to do that, Ola? Oh, he's gone. Good. <laughs> Who's next, Dave? Next on the line, we've got Dora Knob. Hello, Dora. And what would you like to ask Harry? Hi, Dave, Fogg and Harry. I'd just like to say that the mushrooms are delicious. They are worth every bean. They make you feel good. And pooing is a joy. When will these products be widely available to the rest of the town? Why, that's exactly the question I wanted to be asked, Dora. Thank you. Our first mushroom product will be a very prestigious pair of Wellington boots, lovingly handcrafted and moulded specially for your feet. They're waterproof, and once you're done trampling the waste in them, why not use them as a delicious set piece for your dining table? They will be available as of midday today from our stall in the town square. Oh, uh, I might be a bit late delivering them. The Donko has been very distracted with maths. He can do all the sums, you know. He's a very good accountant, isn't he, uh... Right, right, yes. Um, uh, better make it sunset then. Oh, uh, brilliant. I'll make sure I'm first in the queue, as I'm sure they'll sell out fast. Uh, normally you have to pay to advertise on this show, Harry. It's three tins of beans for a minute. Or, alternatively, a credible threat to our lives. Now, cough up. Well, I, uh, I appear to be a little short. Uh, but not to worry. I've brought along a free pair of tickets to the grand opening of our market stall. Fun Guys Fungi Emporium. Will that do? Oh, how kind. Uh, can we sell them? Uh, yes, I, I suppose. Uh, uh, Harry Hedgeman's Mushroom Wellies on sale today. Get your pair before stocks run out. Only available from the Fun Guys Fungi Emporium, uh, next to the public toilets. Uh, well, thank you, Mr Hedgeman. Uh, we actually have one more caller coming in. Uh, this is Weasley Led. I don't think he's quite on board with your um, <laughs> community gatekeeping. Hello. You, Mr Hedgeman, are nothing but a rotten conquer, poisoning the well of sustainable ethical commerce. What? I'm no poisoner, I can assure you of that. Uh, only the finest ingredients. I didn't mean that. You're taking away our rightful resources in order to make a fat profit. All of our profits are equitably shared amongst our members, and all their money gets pumped back into the community. Uh, for example, we funded the wonderful multi-story Donkow Park scheme and subsequent Donkow Rehabilitation Clinic. It's a shame about the management, but that was out of our hands. It's a win-win all round for everyone, Weasley. Oh, OK, but you're a rip-off merchant. I bought one of your grass pillows before your mushroom shenanigans. 
You advertised it as a way to become closer to nature and get the ultimate night's sleep. Well, that's true. Oh, very true. I ended up with a drill worm boring into my lug hole. It put me into a coma for a week. I'm not going to repeat what it said whilst it was burrowed in there. Oh, oh, very nice, very nice, Weasley. Uh, you, um, you certainly got lucky there, didn't you? Uh, you know how rare those little drill worms are, don't you? It's a rare treat, I'm, I'm sure. I'm surprised you wanted to let everyone know on the radio. They'll all be knocking on your door now to try out your bed. Well, there you are, Weasley. Are you happy with this, um, spin? No, I can't have anyone round to try it out because... Well, I've got one more thing, actually. Your new mushroom farm is my bloody house. You kicked me out. Ah, scandal. Is this true, Harry? Did you really evict this poor man out of his house so you could set up a mushroom farm? Well, I, I, um, I don't know what you're talking about, Weasley. We just happened to find an old abandoned farmhouse with an old abandoned person in a bed, and we just uh, moved them along to the nearest Donkow stop. That was me, and that was my bloody house. Well, butter my ass. Lovely to meet you again. You looked very peaceful sleeping there. I didn't think you'd mind being put out into the sunshine for a bit. I was in a coma that you put me in. Well, I I can see that we screwed you there, Weasley. And for that, I apologize. But don't you worry. We're going to make it up to you. Uh, You should come back to live in your old house. Really? Yeah, really. I'm sure there's still a room available. Uh, What with all the other workers? uh, Yeah, yeah. The broom cupboard was free. Uh, Come along and have a bit of supper with us, and by tomorrow morning, all this will be but a hilarious memory about a silly old misunderstanding. What do you say? I can can come back. Too right you can. And if you work hard, we might even let you join our little cooperative. Oh. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Edgeman. I can see I mistook you for one of the baddens. But you have a heart of gold, sir, you really do. No, no, hang on a minute. Hang on. Uh, you're supposed to be shouting, not making friends. This is all wrong. Uh, 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 Weasley, I just heard Harry call you a Burke. Oh, he's gone. Damn. Well, I think you're an idiot, Harry. Shout at me instead. Oh, no, no, no. I think that's enough for one evening, folks. Uh, don't forget your mushrooms and um, take care of the environment. Uh, remember, if you're not in a rush, don't bother to flush. Oh, fine. Go on, then. I'll wait with you. Well, that was boring, wasn't it, Dave? I wanted tooth and nail. Well, it makes a refreshing change, actually, Fog. People being civilised and not bickering all the time. No, it doesn't. It does, Fog. I'm fed up of the nastiness. No, you're not. I am. Oh, wait. Fog. Oh, give over. Put on an advert. Hello. I'm here for my at-chew puncher treatment. Here at Haystack's Alternative Treatment Lodge. Hello, come in. There's nothing to be afraid of. I'm not afraid. No, not yet. Of course. Hmm. Uh, please tell me how this alternative treatment works, as recommended by Wasteland Celebrity Apothecary, Dr Melody. I'm glad you asked. From the ancient land of the Mystic West comes treatment that's considered best. Release the pain and free your mind. Follow me and come inside. When aches and pains leave you disabled, join us on the treatment.
treat the table Off with your pants, it's not too hellish To massage you with loving relish The prep is done, so brace yourself Pop mystic needles in your mouth And shove some up your nostrils too And finally, you scream at you Everywhere in your bum and in your hair. Here it comes, the big round two. Snort some pepper at two. All your ailments now forgotten with these needles in your bottom. Eventually, you will relax when you are treated as Haystacks. Haystacks Alternative Treatment Lodge. Find your needles in Haystacks today. I don't see why I have to do it. Because you're the station's official light bulb monitor. Now climb up. Who's three chairs I? Now don't worry about that. I'll hold them still. Oh, the, go on up back on it. Um, uh, we're not quite ready for our next guest, but um, um, uh, oh, let's look at what Albert's brought back from the junk shop. Oh, don't look in there, Dave, please. Why not? Oh, Albert. Mucky magazines. Soil sampler of Britland. Mud and Puddle Weekly and oh, Septic Tank Quarterly Report. Each to their own, I suppose. Oh, Albert, you dirty old sod. Get that bulb in. We can't see a thing. I'm trying. Not sure you want to now. Oh, leave off. Nearly got it anyway. Oh, there we go. Fog! We can see! Check the wiggly needle! What? Oh, yes. Wait, don't let go of the... What was that noise? Oh, never mind, Dave. On with the show. Oh, yes. Uh, welcome back, listeners. Uh, now, I know we've already had a guest, but this week, we've got two. Yes, this is our new special segment, our creature feature, Wild Britland. With... Wild Britland. Yes, and joining us in the studio is animal naturist Chris Packett. Welcome to the show, Chris Packett. Oh, you're doing this bit then, are you, Fog? Uh, we're sharing it. Go on. You say the next bit then. So, uh, Chris Packett, we've invited you on the show to teach the listeners about some of the critters they might find in their back gardens. And I can see you've brought some with you today. Uh, but before you begin, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? Yes, thanks, Dave. I've been involved with the local enviroactivism scene for many years, and I've got a real passion for all things green. <laughs> you should check out Albert's bathwater. Oh, it's got its own ecosystem. Oh, fine, by the way. Thanks for asking. Well, that sounds... well... Well, it's funny you've just had Airy Edgeman on the show. He used to be in my activism group. Meat. Group meat. We do that at Keith Thongfeller's Gentleman's Club. It's classier than a farmer's field. <clears throat> no! My group is called Meat. Mutants for Ethical Animal Treatment. Yeah, Airy left over a disagreement on what was actually constituted an animal. He had a hard time accepting veg animals as sentient creatures, holding on to out-of-date views on chowing down on corn dogs and the like. Disgusting. Oh, is that the modern view? Uh, but if your group doesn't eat animals and you consider veg animals as being on the same level, what do you actually eat? Uh, the thaw that stroked the camel sack was when we realised Harry started charging people for using our recycled toilet paper that they gave to us for free in the first place. He charged them for the cleaning and sterilisation of each sheet. We just pegged them up to dry and scraped the worst off it. No chemicals needed. Yeah, he's always fixated on the beans, he was. Crisp, thank you. That was a rather tedious story, so perhaps you'd like to tell us about why you're here right now. Time is a ticking. Oh, bit rude. 
Yeah, well, the reason I'm here is to reintroduce the everyday creatures you might find at the bottom of your garden. Now, most people are terrified of our little friends, and I'm here to show you just how delightful some of these wonderful animals can be. So this box here, don't open it, has got a very dangerous creature lurking inside. It's very hairy, it's got a long, sinuous body, and it has an appetite for fingers. Can you guess what it is? Sounds like whatever Mr. Thongfella keeps down his pants. That's right, it's a thiok weasel. Oh, it's very still. That's how it likes to hunt. It keeps very, very still. And when you're least... When does it shoot all the electricity out? It's not really doing anything, is it? Electricity? What electricity? I thought it was a shock weasel. It's Christmas! Yeah, that's why. You found out for yourself. Are you after my job? Oh, oh no, Mr. Packet, sir. You can keep it. You might have noticed it pulled a particular face there. They do that when they are cornered. Each shock weasel population has its own unique jib they pull based on their geographic location. In Greater Spittle, you might have realised that face is a spitting image of ancient Christmas wizard, Noddy Older. What's a Christmas wizard? <laughs> oh, Dave. You know every December when we celebrate present day, where we all get presents, yes? Well, it's like an ancient version of that, but with more children in poverty and donkey midwives. I don't know. Uh, carry on, Chris. If you think that's scary, you should go up north. Their shot weasel's face is the ancient thespian and vomit crooner, Jimmy Nail. I bought a recording with me. You can hear what their weasels shout. Oh, how terrifying! Oh, oh. What else have you brought in for us to see? What's that sound coming from that one? Oh, yes, well, that's the reversible gerbil. Oh, look at that! Listeners! The reversible gerbil is a very small creature, covered in fur. I think it might be the sweetest little thing I've ever seen. It's quite tame. Why don't you give it a little stroke? Oh, yes. He does seem to like it. <laughs> Why don't you have a go, Fog? Oh, really? I'm used to fascinating with rodents, but this is something else. Here goes. Uh, there, there, little... Nah! I didn't do it! Uh, what's happened? Uh, it's stuck on my finger! Uh, 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 As you can see, its response to a predatory threat is to turn its entire body inside out into a shivering, quaking mass of living offal. Calm down, Fog, you've just got the intestine caught on your finger! Get it off! Get it off! Stop swinging it around! Give it here! It's very obvious you just stroke its kidneys a little bit and... There we go, little fella. Back in your box. Ugh. Ugh. I'm putting another black mark against your name, Dave. That was your bloody fault. Oh, you and your stupid book. Well, thank you, Mr. Packet. I think we've all learned a lot already. But why don't we move on to your final creature? That's probably a good idea. In my final box, you will find something everybody will recognise. Oh, it's a soprano crow! My favourite alarm clock. Yes, it is a very ugly bird with blazing red eyes and a satanic beak. And those claws could split your belly in an instant. But this creature is not to be feared. You'll find they enjoy human company and might even alight on your shoulder if you join in with its beautiful song. Oh, oh well, let's have a go then. <coughs> La no, 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 Dave. Your lips are not bridges for the water of music to pass through. Let me harmonise with this Corvidian diva. La get off, get off. It's in my wig, Dave! It's in my wig, my oh, hair! Chris! Chris! Help him! Help him, please! Uh, cover your eyes! Whatever you do, cover your eyes! Gashed! 
Quick, Dave, help me with the tea towel. Oh, 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 right, right. You grab the corner and then on the count of three, we'll bundle it in. Ready? One, two, three. Get in there. There we go. There we got it. Thank you, Chris Packett, for coming on to the show. We better, um, we better end it there, I think. Um, maybe, uh, yeah, yeah, just, just go, just... Just go. Oh, oh dear. There are scales oh. everywhere. My beautiful birds don't have scales. Oh, I see. Oh, sorry, Fog. Oh. All right. I'll push off. Uh, sorry oh. about the... Uh... Leave us. Leave us. Get out. Get out. Get out. <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> well, that was fun, wasn't it, listeners? <laughs> I hope it's inspired you to spend time in your back gardens looking at the... Uh, Oh. Anyway, uh, that's it for today's show. There's blood in my eyes. Well, don't tell everyone. They'll all want some. <laughs> oh, oh, we'll see you next time on Good Vibes and Gamma Radio. Gamma Radio. Gamma Radio.